Do you find yourself running out of time to accomplish your work? Are you spending time doing things that you're not that good at? There are effective ways to outsource these tasks so you can focus on your business. This is the Virtual Success Show. We bring the inside scoop on outsourcing success for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Malouf and Barbara Turley. Hey everyone, welcome back to another show of the Virtual Success Show. I'm joined again by my wonderful co-host, Barbara Turley. Hey, Barb. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm loving all these shows we're doing. I've been this week listening back to a few of the older shows and uh, you know some of the tips and stuff we've been talking about because I'm actually revamping some of my own processes in my business. And I just pick up such great stuff, even from the stuff that we talk about and some of the guests that we interview. So yeah, it's been a good week for that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm really excited about today's show too, Barb, as we were talking about just before we started recording. And what we find in in both Barbara's business and in what I do as a coach is we're constantly asked, well, what could a, a, a VA do for me? I think a lot of people like the idea and understand the concept of having a virtual assistant, but they're not really sure on what a VA could do for them or for their business. Barb, do you yeah. find this? Yeah, a lot. You know, we get, and, and, and actually to add to that, one of the things that I hear quite a lot as well is, I'm not sure what a VA can do for me. And then there's also a little bit of confusion about what a VA doesn't do. So sort of implicit in that, sometimes people have an expectation that they can do, you know, this superhero VA type thing, the myth of the superhero um, VA, that they can do everything possible uh, from video editing to web design and all these sorts of things in the middle. So it's a very broad um, topic and, and problem out there. Absolutely. And, and, and I think what this leads into is um, people having a clear understanding of the value that a VA can bring to their business. Because one thing I see is people grappling with the decision on, well, okay, this is an extra cost in my business. Uh, you know, is, is, am I going to get my return? Am I going to get... And, and I think if you start with that mindset around this, then in my, in my experience, you're actually setting yourself up to fail right from the start. Yeah, so Matt, you know, one of the things that we see as well... You know, when, when people are booking calls with our outsourcing strategy consultants at Virtual Angel Hub, we ask them a series of questions because we're trying to get an insight into where they're at before the call. And one of the questions we ask is, what's your biggest fear about hiring a VA or working with a VA? And often what we see is the comment is um, the cost and the ongoing financial commitment, which I find quite interesting because if you're running a business and you're looking to hire a VA, I mean, they're not they're not that expensive. So... Sometimes it makes me wonder, like, are you sort of ready for a VA or should you sort of take a step back in that business and say, well, let's have a look at your product. I mean, what are you selling? Have you got product to market fit right? Have you tested your sales to get rid of this fear before you start to grow it? What's your sort of take on this, Matt? Because from a business coaching perspective, I'm interested to hear how you feel about this. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of the areas that I wrote about in, in, in my recently launched book, The Stop Doing List which is, I think the, the biggest thing around this, Barb, is the, that mindset of investment versus expense. And you see, when, you, when you're bringing on a VA or any team member for that matter, it is an investment. You're investing in 
labor, you're investing in someone's skills to enable you to then focus on the things that are most important in the business. Because what often hampers the growth of a company is the owner being pulled in every direction to try and do everything or learn everything. Um, and fast growing and, and consistent growing companies understand that they've got to build teams around them. And so that every person they bring on is an extension of themselves and they're actually buying back time. Hence, it's an investment which pays off, not a cost. Now, Matt, I have such a great question to ask you. I've just been listening to you talking going, okay, so another sort of follow-on question or query that we sort of get from clients, and again, it's a, it's a legitimate one. They sort of say another fear is that they won't get a return on their investment. So the, the first set of people will say, I'm worried about the costs. The next set of people will say, I'm worried I won't get a return on my investment because obviously it is an investment. So some of these people... I wonder, well, what return are you expecting? You're sort of expecting a VA to make money for you when really it's sort of your job to go out and make the money and to use a VA to free up your time. Mm. But it's going to take time to get to the point where you get a return on investment from a VA because you've got to train them, right? So how do you deal with it? You know, where, 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 where's the sort of line in, on this one? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. I think there's a, there's a few aspects to this. In order to assess your, your return or the value return, you've actually got to create a measure for it. And um, so one thing that, that I created in the Stop Doing system was first and foremost, you have to get clear on what your, an hour of your time is worth. And so it's a simple formula, you know, getting clear on the profit, you know, your, your, your goals and what you're trying to make, how many yeah. weeks of the year you want to work and and then how many hours per week you intend working. Because then once you actually get a clear uh, understanding and metric on an hour of your time, it's actually really easy to then compare and go, well, if I invest into a virtual assistant and I'm paying, what, between 8 and $10 an hour, Bob, would that yeah, be reasonable? Yeah, I'd say, yeah. And I mean, even if you get an Australian or an American VA at, at higher prices, I would tip that most people are hopefully making more than that in their hourly rate in their hourly rate in the business anyway exactly and so majority of people will even you know even in startup phase when you have look at your initial projections and what you're looking to make for your business if you then put an hourly rate against that then all of a sudden um a, a resource at eight ten twenty dollars an hour seems um really reasonable and it's really easy to get a return. Now, the second part of this is if I invest, we'll just use the scenario of uh, a VA where the investment's $10 an hour. Yeah. If I invest in $10 an hour and I can offload certain tasks, which frees me up to then go and focus in on the most important money-making activities, so more marketing, more selling, more proposals, whatever it might be in your business. As long as that time is reinvested in that way into those important tasks, the return becomes infinite. Yeah. Because now, I've got, I've got something to just intersect here with. And again, I know what the answer to this is, but I know that some of our clients would come back and say, but I get that, but I'm spending all of my time training the VA. So let's say your time is worth $150 an hour or whatever, and your VA is $10 an hour. And some clients don't realize that there is a transition phase where, yes, you will still be using your time 
or maybe a substantial portion of your time still while you're transitioning to a VA at $10 an hour. So it's not going to happen overnight. Correct. So how do you sort of get people past that? That is a mindset issue. 100%. There's two sides to that. First and foremost is the immediate tasks I want to leverage to a VA and delegate to them are the tasks that they've identified in the interview process that they can do without thinking. They're already trained in. And so what you'll find is that in most instances, there's probably five to 10 hours worth of work a week that they could do without very much training because they're already trained in those things. Secondly, then, is to look at, well, for every hour that I invest, and and you you may want to set a little target around this. Let's say I'm going to invest, um, we'll just use some simple math. Let's say it's 10 hours a week. That's, that's, and, and on that $150 an hour, so that's, I'm going to invest $1,500 a week of my time to train this person and set them up to win. Knowing that if I do this consistently for, say, six to eight weeks, that at the end of that six to eight weeks, they're going to be able to do these other eight tasks, and I'm going to buy back another 10 to 15 hours a week. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it because I think it's a more realistic way of looking at it as well. You know, one of the challenges I face in the market, and it's I saw it again, I saw a webinar by someone in America talking about VAs and, you know, she just made it sound so easy. You just, all you got to do is this, this and this. And really, you know, with any team member, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, unless you're hiring a specialist who is can step in and just take something over for you. If you're hiring someone who's on a lower level, like a VA or an assistant or whatever, you need to allow time for this transition process to happen. And I mean, as Matt, you know, you, you've done it in your business. I've done it over and over and over and over again in my business, obviously. And I just cannot tell people enough how good the dividends are that you get paid in the end once you focus on this transition time and accept that it is an investment of your time that you have to invest to get this right. And the dividends will be higher than if you didn't do this at all, if you just continue to do everything yourself. Absolutely. And, and then I think we need to put things in perspective also with this, Barb, which is if my time is worth $150 an hour and I'm investing in someone at $10 an hour, even if it takes them three times the amount of time it takes me, I'm still way ahead. Absolutely. If Absolutely. It, and, and, and that's that's never considered in what I see because everyone wants their VA to do it as quick or quicker than what they do and they don't yep. have the experience and they don't have the the skill yet to be able to do that. And so my, I remember my mindset coming into a virtual assistant. I worked it out. My, my first VA, um, I, I had a part-time VA many, many moons ago and the investment was $250 a month part-time. And I just had the mindset that, you know what, if I was to employ someone locally, it was going to cost me $30 an hour. So if I got eight hours of productivity a month out of that person, that was break even. And anything above that was a bonus. Uh, uh, You know what? I've actually had people on my team that now I've had people on my team idle for six weeks. Right. In January, I basically said to them all. Look, I gave them all a couple of projects to do and things to work on. And I basically said, look, I'm away. You know, I don't expect you to be working all the time, just, you know, reporting on these particular projects. And the reason I was happy to do that is because I also thought, well, you know, they, they push hard all year, right? I mean, really, 
am I going to be stressing myself trying to worry, are they, am I getting every, you know, squeeze the lemon for every minute of time that I'm paying for? Or do I just say, well, look, it's January, you know, I'm away, just, you know, do these projects and let's reconvene in February. And it worked a dream because everybody came back alive, rested, enthusiastic for the year ahead. And, you know, it worked really well for me. So I, I don't see clients doing that very often. And I think that pays dividends as well. Again, that's a mindset thing, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so I think, the, I think we also, well, I see uh, often, and Barb, I know you and I talk about this, is the, this misconception around, and we mentioned it earlier, around this whole super VA. Um, our virtual yeah. assistants are, are, are people. So if you employed them in your office or they're sitting in the Philippines or somewhere else in the world, they're a person, they've got specific skills, they're going to make mistakes, they're going to have to go through a learning process. And I think it's just setting these realistic expectations of yourself and of them right from the start. You've got one little exercise that I do with um, with clients regularly. As I say, take your, take your, a pen in your non-writing hand and write your name. And, you know, for yeah. most, most we've been writing our name with our natural writing hand since we were, I don't know, maybe four or five years old, maybe younger. You take your non-writing hand and you do that. And you've got to think about that, even though you know how to spell your name and even though you know how to write. And for many of you, hiring a team member, whether it's locally or overseas, it's the first time you've done this. Yeah. And it's like writing your name with your left hand. Now, if I asked you to write your name with your left hand just every now and then, you'll probably find, number one, you have to do it quite slow. Number two, it's a bit messy it's not neat and it feels awkward. And then if I asked you to do it with your natural writing hand, you could probably do it with your eyes shut and it would be neat because you've been doing it repetitively over time, every day, every day, every day. And so what you've got to understand is if you wanna wanna, um, bring a VA or any team member and have them work and have them do the things you need them to do, delegate well, train them, et cetera, it's practice for you as much as it is for them because this is like you writing your name with your left hand. And, and Matt, you know, another area of your book, which I just love, which sort of, I, I was thinking as you were talking there, it leads us into this. If people want to make this faster, let's say you want to make this transition period a little bit faster. Well, my recommendation, and I know yours and your, your book dissects this, is you it, if your processes are rock solid, now I'm talking, you know, you can give them to anyone and they can they can um, successfully do that process for you. It's going to be much faster and you're going to get to return on investment much faster than someone whose business is kind of all over the place with no systems, no processes. And you've never really thought about how you do things. It's the recipe for success because you, you've, you've downloaded from your head your knowledge on how yeah. you want something done. You've it's like baking a cake, isn't it? You get the ingredients, you follow the recipe, and if you do it consistently, you'll get the same outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know, Matt, in, in future shows, we're going to be um, getting more into the strategies you're talking about in your book and dissecting it even more because it's just so so pivotal. So do you want to just give us a quick, I think to, to maybe end this bit, do you want to give us a quick um, synopsis of the book and what's to come in our future shows? Sure, sure. Well, absolutely. So... The, the book was written for the intention of helping around this topic of, you know, what can my VA do or how do I actually 
continue to focus on growing my business. And so over the years, I understood and, and through working with many people that it's more about what you stop doing than it is about what you do. And when you focus on what you stop doing, you focus then have more time to focus in on what, what I term your genius in the book. And so the book is a, it's, it's a system. It, it systematically shows you the um, mindsets that are essential and need to be adopted in order to succeed in leveraging and delegating. Uh, it then helps you to identify uh, all of the tasks that you'd love to leverage or delegate. Uh, it helps you identify what your genius is. But then most importantly, then um, I've developed a system to help you then take that list and actually stop doing it. And this is all around um, imparting knowledge with people, training them, building the systems, utilizing technology. But then more importantly is all about how do you give a team member permission to take responsibility for the tasks or their role? And then how do you manage them? And it's a combination of all of these that really leads to somebody's success or failure in, in leveraging and stop doing. Um, and, you know, I think that um, one thing that I talk about in the book, and I want to leave everyone with this because it's so important. If you, all you did today was start, have a piece of paper next to you and every little thing that you did, you started to document and note, do I love doing this? Or would I rather somebody else doing this? Very, very quickly, you'll have a clear job description of what you would have somebody else doing for you. And what the book does is it takes that list and then teaches you how to actually stop doing those things forever. And you know, Matt, I mean, for the listeners out there, this is one of the reasons, you know, at Virtual Angel Hub, we're working very closely with Matt because on this, on the, the concepts and the systems that he's built through the Stop Doing List book, because it's so pivotal to the clients that we see getting success versus the clients who, who fail. The ones who actually follow this kind of system that we, that we um, propose as well get a lot of success. So, um, yeah, fantastic. And there's nothing out there in the market like this, Matt, really. Like, you know, the, the, there's a lot of focus on delegating and, um, you know, startups and scaling businesses and growth and marketing and all these things. But a lot of people get left kind of hanging when it comes to this internal leverage, as I like to call it, that you get from, from getting a well-oiled machine going in your business. Absolutely. And your book very much deals with that. So where can so where can we get the book? It's out now, isn't it? It in is. In the airport? <laughs> so, yeah, you can um, – well, first of all, you can go to stopdoing.com.au um, and uh, learn a little bit more about it. Um, but also, too, it's available uh, in Booktopia. It's available in Dimix and uh, other online retailers also. Yeah, and we're going to have little. Uh, we'll have all those links in the show notes, and I'd encourage anyone. I'm I'm about to dive into uh, to to reading the book completely because it's just come out now. So I'm very excited about about looking at what I can implement in my business from the book, Matt. Listen, that's been great. Thanks so much for for those tips today. As always, like like free coaching on this call, which is is just amazing. Um, so to the listeners, thanks again for tuning in. If you've got any comments, please. Uh, you know, leave us a comment below uh, or on iTunes if you can subscribe to the show and leave us a review and a rating. We'd love to hear from you and it helps us to get the show out to more people, which would be really helpful. And also to 
send in what you'd love to hear more about because Barbara and I are constantly conversing on, you know, what are the challenges we've, uh, we've helped our clients with, uh, what do we hear people wanting to learn more about? Please feel free to put comments around that because uh, we'd, we'd love to uh, make sure that we can fulfill what it is that you're looking to learn on this show also. Yeah, we'll do shows on that. Great. Well, listen, thanks, Matt. Uh, until next time. Uh, thanks, listeners. We'll, we'll see you then. Thanks, Bob. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Success Show. If you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together. Find out more about the inside scoop on outsourcing success by going to our website, virtualsuccessshow.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.